All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of March. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Economists at Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley have joined a number of voices on Wall Street to declare that the coronavirus has triggered a global recession, with the debate now focusing on the likely extent of it. The spread of the virus to Europe and the US, as well as new evidence that China experienced a harder hit to its economy than originally projected, has caused economists to redo their forecasts. Morgan Stanley's team, led by Chetan Ayer, said a worldwide recession is now its base case, with growth expected to fall to 0.9% this year. At Goldman Sachs, Jan Hatzius and colleagues predict a weakening of growth to 1.25%. S&P Global also came out with a report that pegged global growth at between 1% and 1.5%. In this context, In the US, in a bid to provide relief to average Americans, the Trump administration is discussing a plan that could amount to spending of as much as $1.2 trillion and would include direct payments of $1,000 or more to Americans within two weeks. This is aimed at reducing some of the economic impact of the widening coronavirus outbreak. Bloomberg reported that Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin has pitched $250 billion in checks to be sent out at the end of April, with a second set of checks totaling $500 billion four weeks later if there is still a national emergency. U.S. stocks, which had nosedived further at the start of the session yesterday, recovered and ended higher. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed 6% or more, and the Dow ended up 5.2%. Equity markets in the Asia-Pacific region are still mixed at the moment. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was flat, and the Kospi in South Korea was lower by 0.3%. The Australian benchmark was down by as much as 4% last I checked. And here's an update on the virus. The number of cases in India has risen to 137 as of yesterday, with fresh cases in Maharashtra, Delhi, Kerala, Karnataka and Uttar Pradesh. One more death was reported in Maharashtra, taking the total count in India to three. Do try to avoid crowds as much as possible and make sure you wash your hands on a regular basis. Also, don't forget the 20-second rule while you're washing. The government, in trying to stay ahead of the curve, has decided to rope in accredited private laboratories to conduct testing for COVID-19. The Indian Council of Medical Research has urged the private labs to make testing free of cost. Globally, the number of cases has now risen above 1.8 lakh, with the number of deaths exceeding 7,400 as governments in Europe tightened curbs on free movement while some cities in the US went under lockdown, with all 50 states there having reported infections. In more news back home, a lobby representing lenders is likely to approach the Reserve Bank of India for special relief on stressed asset classification amid the disruption caused by the novel coronavirus outbreak. 
And sticking with the banking sector, Yes Bank, which was placed under moratorium by the Reserve Bank of India on the 5th of March, has seen only a third of its depositors withdraw the maximum permissible amount of 50,000 rupees. That's according to Prashant Kumar, the designated chief executive officer for the private lender. The moratorium is set to be lifted at 6pm this evening. Meanwhile, Axis Trustee Services and India Bulls Housing Finance have moved the Bombay High Court challenging the RBI's decision to write off their investments in additional Tier 1 securities of Yes Bank. The total value of their 81 bonds exceeds 8,400 crore rupees. In other news, a resolution is on the cards for stressed real estate lending firm Altico Capital. The lending consortium to the firm has accepted an offer by stressed asset investor SSG Capital. The Hong Kong-based company will offer 2,754 crore rupees up front and pay the rest of the settlement over time through security receipts, according to a statement by SBI Capital Markets. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of the day? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, we may very well see a positive start, at least as per the indications of the futures trading across the globe and the S6 Nifty futures, which is also indicating a positive start. As far as stocks are concerned, I'm going to start with Syndicate Bank, where the board has approved the exchange of 158 equity shares for 10 each of Canara Bank and for every 1,000 equity shares of 10 rupees each of Syndicate Bank for the amalgamation of that into Canara. Moving on to Yes Bank, we have MD and CEO Prashant Kumar who has said that deposit outflows have been less than what was permitted and only a third of the customers have withdrawn the maximum 50,000 rupees which was allowed. Since the last four days, the bank has seen higher amount of inflows as compared to outflows. Moving on, we have the diagnostic companies which is in focus, especially Metropolis Healthcare, Dr. Lal Path Labs and Thyrocare Technologies. We understand the government has urged private laboratories to provide virus tests at no cost. The ICMR to engage high-quality private labs which are enabled accredited labs. And of course, we will watch out for as to what these companies do and whether or not they do implement some sort of testing of with a virus without any cost. Now we have Cafe Coffee Day Enterprises which has clarified that it has not received any investigation report from authorities and the process of investigation is currently still on for investigating the circumstances leading to statements made in the letter of former chairman and late Viji Siddhartha. Tata Consumer Products is also in the news as Mitsubishi UFJ has reduced its stake in the company to 3.6% from 5.6% as per the company on March 13th. And we also have Alchem Laboratories, which will be in the spotlight, which has clarified that an individual has contested against the company for breaching the provisions of the Competition Act 2002 for indulging into anti-competitive practices. The company and its officials said that it shall file appeals to order before the NCLT within the prescribed time. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. 
And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and do stay safe. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 